0: 2022 and i'm not on my own today to pass comment on today's epic uh happenings this is mr marcus Greed of baton rouge louisiana how are we doing sir
1: doing good glad to be back when i when i come back we always try to do uh almost make up for lost time with the amount of stuff we cover so um <laughs> I, 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 I always try to come back on the, on the on the back end with you and catch up on some new japan indeed and
0: that's what we're catching up on today we've just got one episode today um, this morning, I watched um, the, the fifth night. Pretty sure it's the fifth night. I'm losing count. It's all folding into one at, <laughs> at the moment. Um, my new job doesn't allow me to have as much relaxing wrestling time as my old job did. So I'm driving far too much. And unfortunately, because I'm no longer on a bus, I don't get a chance to watch wrestling like I used to on the bus. I now drive. And watching wrestling and driving is not recommended. Do not do that, people. So instead, I watched it from the safety of my own front room on my big telly. I have a very big telly. It's 54 inches. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's massive. Um, Anywho, uh, the show was in uh, Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium Dolphins Arena in Nomura Naka Nagishi Aichi Prefecture. Um, It was, well, they don't give you the crowd on the, the New Japan site obvious reasons <laughs> uh, but it looked pretty busy and to be honest with you i've watched some of those cards this week and they've looked dead as doornails mm. so this one was good yeah then it's well tag league i don't expect it to be like you know a huge arena filling draw but i did expect it to be a little bit more than you know pouring like a thousand people in a 5,000 seater arena because it's a tuesday is probably you know not as good as it could have been, if you see what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, It's not that they were bad or anything, but it's just... It just doesn't seem to be um, clicking for them the way it has done in the past. This was not a clap crowd, though. This was a talking crowd. Um, so that was good. We had some good interactions here. So uh, let's get on with the opening match. Kushida and Kevin Knight. Um, uh, lost. <laughs> to um titan and bushy on this particular uh show uh Kashida and kevin knight have one uh win and titan got angel immortal on kevin knight and that was that kevin knight's had a good week though he's really impressed uh over from the la dojo Kushida, when he left wwe called up uh, kente Shibata, K- Shibata, and said i want to help the kids out and this is what he's ended up doing tagging with kevin knight in super junior tag league Similarly, Titan um, flew over to Japan about a month ago and volunteered his services to Los Ignorables de Hapon. And uh, NATO and the boys had a mid ring meeting, and Titan was, uh, has joined the crew. And him and Bushy have looked amazing, to be honest. It's revitalized Bushy. He looks so much more happy and centered to have a regular Tartarin bat that isn't going to go off and rule the world. <laughs> uh, and they've had three wins and one loss. So I'll tell you how good it's going. So there's there's that. Um, I was going to say, you might not have seen too much of Kevin Knight, but you've definitely seen lots of Kushida, and you've definitely seen lots of Bushi, and you've probably seen some of Titan. So yeah. any thoughts on that match?
1: Yeah, some of T-Tan. Um, like you said, I think you said uh, Kushida came back and wanted to help out some of the guys, and um, which is great. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of deflation that came with, with his time over here. Uh, some good stuff, but mostly uh, forgettable stuff uh, just because obviously, you know, they, they, they rarely know what to do uh, with, with guys like him. And obviously he left before, I guess, the new regime started. So but I think ultimately he, he just fits where he's at. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting seeing, like you said, uh, t and and, you know, the guy get the win. I normally, you know, always bank on Kushida, but that's. Again, that's the, the brilliance with these tournaments. You kind of really never know. Just the combinations that create, you know, some very unique um, combinations that kind of knock off some of your favorites. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's been intriguing, certainly. Um, let's move. We moved on to the heavyweight division, which was Alex Coughlin and Gabriel Kidd, who've been tagging in this tournament. They have two, men, two wins and one loss. Uh today was uh, one of the losses. They were beaten by Aaron Henry and Great O'Khan from United Empire, the perhaps the most bizarre tag team, now I think about it, because like right, there's no knock on either of them. They both seem they're both very competent wrestlers. I enjoy their work an awful lot. But Aaron Henry recently um started tweeting on a new account where he explained that he believed that masturbation was weakening the the male gender and that um people should have stronger um willpower and not watch pornography and then there's Great Okan, who literally hangs out with porn stars and um respectfully and consentingly has his picture taken with them with them not wearing many clothes hmm. strange bedfellows if you will <laughs> this is what makes the wrestling world go around
1: <laughs> yeah Truly, specifically
0: on Twitter. Yeah. I, I it's like Henry seemed just like such like such a normal dude. <laughs> He's just like, you know, he seems like, oh, he, he seems like perfectly normal and he just comes out with this like stuff of oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Do you do you not realise you're a massive media star that works for a multinational corporation and that just like not talking might be a way forward? Just say <laughs> oh that's just,
1: that's that's world that's world advice at this point with so many people <laughs> uh
0: yes but aaron henry got the pinfall window gabriel kid in the end with streets of rage yes
1: thoughts um, no just i mean that just makes sense that's another one of those situations where i feel like the size advantage i mean ocon in himself is a piece but Henry has always been you know a guy so even if they uh, not necessarily in sync. I think a lot of that size and power, you know, create the advantage for them to get that win.
0: Indeed. Then we were back to Super J Tag League, where L Lindemann um, and Alex Zane, who have been tagging together, went up against um, the the Delby, um, House of Torture there, uh, Dick Togo and Show. Um, there was, as you can imagine, shenanigans which has proved so, so successful for House of Torture in this tournament that they've not won, oh, that's it, they've not won any matches at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindemann gets the pinfall win with, the, with that deadlift German suplex of his, which is a complete thing of beauty. Um, they have three wins and one loss. They're on six points. Um, they had a match the other day with um, um, Clark Connors and um, Ressica Taguchi, which was bloody awful. So this was a nice return to form, even if it was against Dick Togo and Show, and the usual shenanigans that goes on with them two. So this was an improvement. This was this was good. I liked it, and um, yeah. So that's where we are with uh, with them. Any thoughts
1: uh, there, Marcus? I dig it. I like it. Um, like I said, I said I used to, but uh, something that was fun, and uh, yeah, these these combinations are just always fun to hear about. So. Going back and watching this is definitely going to be, it definitely be interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'd recommend you didn't watch the other night's match because it was just dreadful. <laughs> but this one was all right. <laughs> uh, fourth match of the night would be Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis from Aussie Open. Again, part of the United Empire. Been introduced by Gideon Gray. I like Gideon. He's lovely. He's a really nice bloke. But I, I'm having to turn the volume off because he's, he's, he's so throaty with his introductions that it's just I can't stop laughing. Uh, they went up against Minori Suzuki and Lance Archer, um, which had some memorable shit talking in this match, where Kyle Fletcher um, ragged to Suzuki, give him to take his best shot, and Lance Archer just stood on the apron and went, "You've done fucked up now." <laughs> just telling you. I'm none of my business, <laughs> but don't do that. <laughs> and then Venori managed to lay it out with one forearm because he's nervous.
1: Yeah, when the guy known as the Murder Hawk is telling you, <laughs> you, you you done effed up instead of being the one that's ever you up, you're in a different level of trouble.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just, just go ahead and throw, throw the towel and you're in a different level of trouble.
0: Yeah, it went in 13 minutes and 34 seconds, and uh, Aussie Open one with Coriolis, it was fun. This was good. I think Minoru and Lance have been waiting for someone we can have a real swing at. Because <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Doug Zilla is nearly the size of Archer, he's probably about three inches shorter. and um, Kyle Fletcher's a little bit taller than Davis, but he's nowhere near as thick set, but he's He's got some skills and he could go with Suzuki. So this was a fun, fun matchup. Well worth the watch. This was definitely. So, Um, of course, like British wrestling fans, I've watched Aussie Open grow from being open in tag team uh, on the card. And it's like one of those things, like they both came to the UK, they didn't know each other and promoter's just like, oh, you're both Australian. Right then, we'll stick you in a tag team. Because <laughs> of course and that's how they became a tag team, and they're really good, I can't, I can't, you know, they had a corking match with FTR, which was not taped or televised, by the way, at Crystal Palace in the UK, which um, Dash How would describe as one of the best matches he's ever had, um, so that'll tell you how good they are, they get high honors from a lot of great tag teams, so it would be intriguing to see how far they get in this tournament, but they're looking pretty dominant so far, so I guess we'll see. No,
1: great.
0: Absolutely. All right, then. Move on to uh, the next match. Clark Connors and Rasuki Teguchi up against Bullet Club, Chris Bay and Ace Austin. The impact branch of Bullet Club. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there is an impact branch of Bullet Club. There is an AEW branch of Bullet Club. Um, there is currently a WWE branch of Bullet Club. Apparently, we're not allowed to talk about Bullet Club um, after Finn Balor and AJ Styles uh, had their match last night. Michael Cole gave apparently gave a detailed breakdown of the history of Bullet Club on WWE Pay Per View. Um, I, I, I I I actually just the the, the, the masochist in me wants to hear uh, Michael Cole commentate on the Ryusuke Taguchi match now. Um, I just don't know what to make of it. I, I'd probably do a really good job, to be honest. But there you go. Anyway, Connors um, and Taguchi wrestled uh, a, a, trying to have a beer before every match. That's kind of their shtick. Um, And they managed to get half a can down whilst doing do-si-dos against Ace Austin and Chris Bay in this match, which will tell you really what kind of a mess it was. (laughs) Yeah. They're not trying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris Bay got the fold on Ratsuki Teguchi to win the match in 7 minutes and 41 seconds. Ace Austin and Chris Bay, though, have looked dominant in this tournament. Eight points, no losses
1: so far as, as they should man they they too i mean those two the, by themselves they did bad but together that's that's re- a real lethal combination those guys are able to do stuff that is just like oh that's why he was a, a former you know extra champion and gets a lot of tv time and then they put them together and it's like yeah it's just it works it works again you might not necessarily need to at this point trying to rack your brain around like how a bullet club goes about picking its members is just it's it's you know a decade year dead horse at this point. But <laughs> when you look at the, the, the like you said the different varying levels of factions. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 happy man. Anytime you know Impact get represented get represented well like that, it's always uh, it's always good. I hope they I hope they good far.
0: Indeed. Next up, we have the the sixth match. Toriyano and Hiroshi Tanahashi, the Bebop tag team, defeated Chase Owens and Bad Luck Farley, the former tag team champions, uh, which put both teams on one win. In three minutes and 35 seconds, it did not last that long at all. Basically, because Chase and Farley had Toriyano cornered, he went down for a low blow. The referee went to stop him, and Hiroshi Tanahashi went up behind with a low blow. I got a pin, and then Tariana was able to get a pin for victory on Bad And that was that. That was all she wrote in three minutes and second thirty-five seconds. It was it's shenanigans, but it's there's two people who know how to do shenanigans properly. <laughs> when the
1: when 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 the you know the god himself Tanahashi is doing low blows, don't even look for the rule book. It's out. <laughs> it's out it's out just, just give in to it
0: someone said I can't, oh, it was walter from pro wrestling illustrated it's like crushed oh, tanahashi's such a pure baby face throughout his entire career and i'm like no it's not
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's a baby face yeah generally but if he know he knows how to cheat he's kind of like manami toyota and like yeah i'm popular but winning's the important thing that, and that's the way it goes. So, course, I've watched Tanahashi's eye eyes light up like a white bulb when you realize the crowd don't like him, so he's gonna have to be a heel and then you see him having the most fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so weird because I've been watching him so long as a as a face, like it's interesting and it almost to think back like if he if he has that potential, you almost would want him to use that particular point more when he's more hurt in those big match situations because so many conversations yeah. had, it's like, oh man. He going he gonna damn to be held together like uh, Sabu in a minute. He keep going, and then it's like, you know, he finds a way to, to muster back. But uh, yeah, that you know, I think playing with somebody like you know Yano kind of breathes that new life, and obviously not something he's not used to, but just doing it. Cause at this point, like Yano was like the low blow king. Like mm-hmm. from any angle, from any situation, you know, he is he is the low blow king. So to see that, and you know, I don't I don't think nobody's looking for you know. 20-minute type matches involving Fale
0: anyway. So that 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 kind of lines up. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: So to be fair to Fale, this is his tournament. He always works really hard and gets into shape for it. And he's had some bangers this week. I will say that. But uh, this was never going to be the gonna go about long. Anywho. Uh next up we have uh Suzuki going versus chaos. Doki and Yoshinubi Kanemura lose to Leo Rush and Yo. Leo Rush was baptized as a new member of Chaos for this particular tournament, tagging with Yo. And honestly, it's like Yo has had a new lease of life. He's smiling. He's wrestling at full tilt. Him and Leo have got this tag team thing down pat. And they brought back the old RPK3 finisher as well. Um, And uh, yeah, Dookie and Kanemaru have been great because it's Dookie and Kanemaru. But they cannot get a win. I don't know who they have to, like, pay to get a win. Because mm-hmm. they deserve it. <laughs> but, yeah, Duki got pinned again today by Leo Rush. She did it with final hour and 10 minutes and four seconds. But this was great. Proper wrestling. and um, The kind of thing you watch Tag League for. And this was just great.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the story of Yon and, and Show has been really interesting to watch because, obviously, they got brought together as the, as the you know, New Roppongi, and then we've seen their journey, you know, become a great tag team like that. Then, obviously, you know, they, they've kind of gone on they, they, they own and done some things and, and changed their physical aesthetic and what have you and continue to evolve. And then, like you said, now pairing with somebody like Lou Rush, who I'm always um, glad to hear good things about because, you know, he's one of my favorites to watch, but we've seen him have ups and downs both in front of and behind the camera. So for him to have, you know, this kind of success, particularly in New Japan, where you can kind of, in a way, put all the scuttlebutt behind you and just be about the wrestling. Um,
0: it, it, it uh, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Definitely. Yeah. And the fans are really bought into Leo as well. You know, he's he's had a great performance this time. He's really shone, and the fans love him. So hopefully, it stays that way. Next up was the eighth match on the card: The House of Torture again. Oh, look shenanigans again and oh look no wins and no losses no wins at all and all losses sorry yujo takahashi gets pinned by mad mikey nichols and shane haste with thunder valley from the mighty don't kneel eight minutes and 47 seconds of takahashi and evil kind of running the show and but they couldn't put Mighty don't kneel away haste and nichols got themselves back together and then pour in a powerhouse performance this far away yujo takahashi this was kind of like the amount of interference I can deal with before it just becomes boring. So this made this match kind of a much more exciting, I suppose. Um, but Shane Ace and Mikey Nichols have looked awesome in this tournament. And they're one of the best tag teams of the last 15 years. And they don't get as much um, love as other tag teams do, basically, because they spent most of that time in Noah, when Noah wasn't very good. Um, and also, honestly, it wasn't very good. He wasn't well watched for it that way. And they also spent like a run in the WWE, which neither of them really got their heads around and it didn't really work. So back in New Japan Pro Wrestling, arguably the kind of promotion where they could really thrive. And it's made the heavyweight tournament feel like an old school, like all Japan tournament from the 90s. I look back and you see all those teams like Hansen and Dan Spivey and Doc and Gordy, and it, it feels like that kind of tournament. It feels like something is, is happening with that tournament, something impressive is going on. Um, I can't say that for the Junior Tag League. It's not that impressive because I think most of these teams were just kind of ham-fisted together, except mm. the two teams we're going to talk about next, whereas the heavyweight tournament feels like... I, I think everyone was disappointed that FTR couldn't go because I think would have loved to see FTR. They would have really established themselves if they'd gone to that tournament in Japan. And obviously, in Japan, everyone knows who they are because they are the WDP Tag Team Champions and they're FTR. Boy, yeah. I think they they could have done amazing things in this tournament, but I can understand Tony Khan not sending them because they'd have to lose to some people you wouldn't want them to lose to. So, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, and that is it, as great as matches they could have, that that travel is a is a is a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, particularly if they was go, you know, have a you know, would would. Uh, the elite coming back, you know that that tag team situation might kick up. Not necessarily saying you they you add somebody to FCR because they they basically you know perfect. You don't find better better teams than them. But um, I'm really glad to hear about the Mighty Don't Kneel, um, because I had heard about them through uh, one of one of my um, professors in in school. Well, the the guy I was like the the mentor at the paper I worked at in college and talked about the body don't kneel, and I had kind of watched some of this stuff and then I think they came to NXT and mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of felt like the fix was in and they got separated and you know, I think some injuries uh, had caused some uh, distance, but like to your point, they don't get enough credit for truly being one of the best uh, teams, like you said, the last 15 years and having one of the best names for tag team, so <laughs> I'm glad that they're back together and certainly back in, in New Japan where they could just really show, you know, just just how good they are. So I'm glad here they they're they doing good too.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, ninth match. Uh, Flying Tigers, Robbie Eagles, and Tiger Mask lose to uh, Catch Two Two, Francesco Akira, and TJP in nine minutes and seventeen seconds. Francesco Kira Akira I should pronounce it properly, and TJP are your current junior heavyweight tag team champions. Um, obviously former champions Eagles and Tiger Mask. This is again Tiger Mask, you know, he's old, let's be honest. Can't love the guy, but he's he's been doing this for an awful long time. You know we said we were joking about Kazayashi and all of the Michinoku Pro guys. He was a Michinoku pro guy. <laughs> you know. I've got, like, you know, he he started in this, he, he was trained by uh, the great Sasuke and El- Superdelphin, you know, and they bought the rights to the Tiger Mask gimmick for him in Machinoki Pro, and then he ended up back in New Japan because they they loved him, so, yeah. you know, this is, this is, he's one of those guys. Um, well, he always turns it on for this tournament, and him and Robbie Eagles, there's 20 years between the two of them, but they just fit, it works. You can't explain it. It's just
1: that damn good. Yeah, man. I mean, look. Period. Point blank. You're never gonna get me to to, to clap for a TJP victory. Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't be a a, a true uh, a real true pinion, if you will. If I if I if I rooted for a TJP <laughs> victory, can't do it. Just can't do it. Sorry, kid. Uh, not 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 a big Robbie Eagle guy either. But the fact the fact that he said he's paired with Tiger Mask, who is. As about like you said, old and legendary as it gets. I mean, he almost could have retired with, you know, the legendary Liger. You know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, he's still going, man. And it, is it, is kind of head scratching that it kind of comes off to. That's almost what you love. Like I said about these Japanese guys, they just they just persevere and they they stay in the game. Maybe too long. I think that that Tiger Mask uh, mantle can be passed. But uh I guess not until he's ready and he ain't ready. And the fact like you said that guys for for whatever final reason turn it on for these tournaments. Um and, and then get a unique combination like somebody like Eagles, who can kinda of a lot of times be like a you know, a long wolf, if you will. That's that's just another great thing. Sucks
0: that they lost, but you know. Yeah. That's, uh, it's it's intriguing as well. It's like Robbie Eagles is a Chaos guy, and he's tagging with a Hontai guy, and, but they had to get somebody else in for Yo to join Chaos. <laughs> it's like, why didn't you just put Robbie Eagles and Yo together? Surely that would make most sense. No, no, we've done it this way. All right. That's okay. All right. <laughs> okay, then. So we move on to the main event of the evening, Sonata and Tetsuya Noto versus the former tag team and reigning World Tag League champion Yoshihashi, Roki Goto, Bishimon, most notably hometown boy Yoshihashi. Hiroki Goto gets a pinfall victory with Shoto over Sonada in 21 minutes and 36 seconds. Arguably the best four workers in the tournament. Arguably the two best New Japan-style wrestling tag teams. This was something else. This was Ace. This was proper wrestling
1: after this I gotta go back and watch that because the only the only person I'm not really a quote-unquote guy of is Naito but I mean it's Naito so because it's not like the guy's you know oh my god I'm missing a fan you know so it's not like that (laughs) Um, nothing but respect for Naito and certainly that journey that he's had um, in in New Japan but him and Sonata, Sonata's like the right hand man Um, you know in, in, in the faction man and uh you know, obviously, you know, Naito's the ace, and then you got my boys, Goto, and Yoshi, actually, two guys I'm always rooting for, whether they losing or otherwise. So the fact that they got the win here, I mean, it's – ultimately, I think the fans win here because, you know, you get in a cracking match, and there's not a bad guy in this match. Um, you know, not just from a heel, uh, the face perspective. I'm talking about, like, you know, Work rate wise, like you, you're guaranteed. This is this is the match you put your money on, right
0: here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it and it had a real th- thrilling end to run to the end as well because it was like NATO on offense against Yoshihashi, and NATO pulled out everything. He had two Destinos and a Gloria, but he still couldn't put Yoshihashi away. And they built to a finish. It was just nah, glorious.
1: I, I love the fact that we still talk about the story of the of the. uh the myriad
0: of destinos that have to come along. <laughs> I, I mean, if if Goto hadn't got to him, he would have got pinned twice. But it's still it's tag that's the story. Isn't it is tag team wrestling. You've got to get yeah. rid of the other guy to get the pinfall on. So, yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's um, it was yeah, just great, just absolutely great. And I mean, that's kind of the story of a NATO. This is his last chance to learn to get to Wrestle Kingdom. You know, the, the place where he thrives the best. The only chance he's got left is winning World Tag League with Sonada, because and all of the other guys have got Wrestle Kingdom matches lined up. You know, Shingo's got a match with Tai Chi for the King of Pro Wrestling Championship, and you know, Sonada and Nato have no match. I'm sure Bushi and Titan will have something going on. Hiromu's in the four way for the Junior Heavyweight Championship with Master Wato, Desperado, and Ishimori. So. Having Wrestle Kingdom without all of LIJ, especially, and I will say that Titan and Bushi have a winning hand over Catch 2 2, so they've got a, a back pocket shot at the tag team champions as well, you know. So Sonata and Naito have got to kind of pick their game up. And as much as I love Bushi as I'm the Kratos guy, but FTR versus Said, Sonata and Naito in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, that shivers down the spine stuff for me. You know, watching them two teams wrestle would be, oh, uh, I would forgive them for, for, for Bishimon not winning it twice if I could have NATO and Sonada versus FTR. That would be outstanding. Man, I'll be right
1: behind you with the with the with the pom poms, man. Because yeah, that's yeah, that's you talk about styles make fights, man. That's that's an instantaneous. That's the match where you 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 had a crowd kick off the fight for ever before they touch.
0: You know. Yeah, that's it. Book. And you you know, the, the FDR are so good at telling a story. And Naito and Sonata are the supreme in storytellers in New Japan, you know, like the the story NATO's told through his, his entire career and he's still te- he's still telling that story in matches now, like how he reacts with fans on a certain day in a certain place. You know, NATO and Osaka, you could write a book about that, as Kevin Kelly said numerous times. You know the they hated it. They hated it, but he can do no wrong in Osaka now. And, <laughs> yeah. and the and the roller coaster ride that's been
1: Sadata's tenure in, the, in New Japan has been, you know, as as great as he it as it's been frustrating. But that's the beauty of it, you know. Yeah. Sticking that's sticking true. with the guy and him being in Lij and him finding different things because, I mean, I guess I guess you know, looking at hindsight, which we know is always the clearest. They could have did some weirdo pseudo thing, I guess, in the alternate universe at this point, where Sonata pulls the evil instead of evil.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: So, you
0: know, it's intriguing where they could have gone with this. I mean, I'm also I would not obviously I would not complain against Bishimon versus FDR because that's yeah top top guys versus top guys. It's the work rate guys of both companies um, together. I would not complain really with any tag team except possibly Jason Barley against FDR um, in this tournament. You know, they're all like, Gabe Kidd, and Coughlin would have a great match. It's not going to happen. And Henry and o'connor would have a great match with them. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's probably most likely to be Aussie Open the way they are being presented as the dominant tag team. But, and I can't call it at the minute. I, I You know, Lance Archer and Suzuki have got a chance because Lance Arch is in that team. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it, that's what's great about World Tag League. but like you go into the new Japan Cup and you can kind of figure out who's on the rise after about two matches. And yeah. G1, G1, you kind of got an inkling like you kind of knew Okada was going to get there this year. As much as I love the G1, it can be predictable if there's a way that they're going to go. But World Tag League, because it doesn't matter quite so much, it makes it such more of an open idea of where a tournament should be. Like, all right, when um Gorillas of Destiny were really cooking, then yeah, you kind of knew they were going to win. But yeah. but even then they only won it once. They lost in the final like four times. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you knew they were gonna get to the final. Whereas this one is just like, I kind of I am kind of like I'm seeing Bishimon get into the final and not winning. I kind of see Aussie Open in the final as well because they've been really dominant. And Aussie Open versus FDR would be a fantastic match. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a draw because it's not like it, but that would be a big draw. But Aussie Open haven't been around that long, whereas Bushimon have been around for a year. They're the former tag team champion. there's, There's so many moving parts. That's what makes it interesting as a tournament.
1: Yeah, and like you said, because there's no necessary narrative importance like going, you know, to the Tokyo Dome of it all. Like, this person kind of has to get there as the last thing, like, because the narratives don't necessarily need to be, you know, the end of the world type of deal. You can create these unique scenarios where you could have four different combinations. Like, okay, these are show stealing type of deals, but then, like yeah, you exactly. said, you can look at it and it's like, how many times have we seen our boy Sonata in the in that in that big type of spot in a Tokyo Dome? And like, how many, you know, how often is Naito left out of the scenario, and then, you know, particularly gets to get back into the scenario via a tag team, you know. So that's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great to see. Like you said, it's, it's first off, it's the combination, because you're just talking about my boys, the, uh, you know, gorillas, and they're not even in the tournament this year.
0: So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So right then yeah um i'll be back with this show tomorrow because we're in Nagayo, ichi japan for two nights for monday and tuesday which i probably won't get to do until wednesday because of the nature of my current role in life so i will get those cards watched and reviewed for you within the next couple of days then we'll come back on that's on well that's on the monday it's the 27th today isn't it yes so monday then we have another show on Wednesday, and then there's a one on. we're back at next weekend, Wednesday. There's one on Friday. There's one Saturday. There's one on Sunday. Um, and there's a few more next week. So truth me show uh, today at We're Going For A While. Let's thank my guest today, Mr. Marcus Green. Where can we find you on the internet, sir?
1: Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. You can find me on Twitter at ParadoxKid. That's P-A-R-A-D-O-X-K-I-D. Talk to
0: me before it's all gone. <laughs> Elon, if you're listening to us, which we doubt you are, sort yourself out, son. Right, you can find me at uh the Troopany Show, you can find uh on Facebook and you can find Troopiny Show on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find us on Discord the Troopiny Show as well, and on Patreon, the Troopany Show, where I Troop and the Show podcast on Discord. You can find the Troopany Show on um the Patreon, where you keep the Troopany Show free forever for everyone. You can find me at Sherry Star on Twitter and Sherry Clownstar TX on Instagram. Thank you very much for listening today. I'll be back probably Monday or Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. Depends on when I get a chance to get all this watched. But I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. <laughs>